You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, Kenny, NBC Sports Edge, the Action Network, and the Boardroom to talk all things NBA, a little baseball as, uh, as we get through a month of the season. But Kenny, let's start with the NBA. Uh, last night, we get a couple games, including... The Warriors finding a way uh, to win, even though they didn't play their best, and obviously no John Morant. It's it's a three-one series now in favor of the Warriors. Uh, what's your takeaway on Golden State? It, it's been a weird season where it's like we keep waiting for them to come around, and they have. They're, they have a three-one lead, but last night Clay Thompson doesn't play great again. Uh, do you, what are you feeling on this Warriors team as they uh, on the verge of closing out Memphis? Yeah, Clay Thompson was was not great in that game, and the Golden State Warriors in general did not play their best basketball game. They still managed to win, uh, you know, pretty convincingly. They didn't end up covering the the ten points, which I thought they would. But I just think this is a much better team than the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, with or without without John Morant. Uh, without John Moran, it appeared that they actually had an easier time scoring the basketball. The issue here is that the Memphis Grizzlies, you look at the defensive numbers for them all series long, it's just been a real struggle, right? And so with John Moran coming off the court with, you know, losing a little bit of offense, I just didn't know if Memphis would be able to keep pace with Golden State. They did play a pretty lazy game on defense, not their best. Steve Kerr, obviously not on the sideline. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I, I have to see it, you know, from Memphis uh, to, to really believe in them the remainder of this series. I just don't know if they have the scoring output to keep up with the Golden State team. It's been so efficient on offense all season long, and especially in this series against a Memphis team that has struggled to rebound. So they've struggled to make any sort of indent on defense. I don't know how they get into this series. And again, if they're not going to win a game where Golden State probably lays an egg, plays their worst game of the series, I just don't think they're going to win game five. I think they're going to go... Uh, down pretty easily. Kenny, the other result from last night, Boston ties the series 2-2. Now series price, we're back to where we were before things got going. It's Boston minus 200 or higher. I find it interesting. Uh, I don't know that it's an overreaction, but the recency bias that we see here, uh, Horford, you're not going to get another one of those Horford games. I, I certainly would not expect that. You might not get another 43-point uh, quarter game like you did last night in the fourth. And the Middleton absence certainly glaring here uh, as we work our way through the playoffs. Yeah, look, I don't know. Uh, I, I said that about Al Horford after, what, game three, right? I was like, we're never going to get another one of these Al Horford games. And then it happened again in game four. I yeah. think that the 
the bottom line here for Milwaukee is they they're a transition team, right? That's what they love to do going on two, three years. They're always top in the league in or top five in the league in pace, in fast break points. And what happens is we get late in these games, these close games, they freeze up. They don't really know what to do. There was a lot of uh, iso ball with Giannis last night. And I just that does not work against a deep defense, a team that uh, can play a good zone, that can play a good matchup man on uh, with, with pretty much anyone on the court on Giannis. And I know, again, he's you know the best player in the league for a reason, but uh, th- there's not much else around him. And if you can find a way to get him to the free throw line, contain him a little bit, you know, bully him. You know, th- there were some hard fouls on Giannis last night. That is the recipe to beat this Bucks team. And without Chris Middleton, they're just lacking that that other scorer, right? And I, I think that's a big issue here. I, You know, the Robert Williams injury uh, scares me. I believe he's out for, uh, for game five already. They've already said that. Uh, you know, th- that's obviously going to be a, an impactful, uh, you know, news nugget. But also, if you look at the way that the Celtics played, you know, they won without him last night. And, uh, you know, when they did end up losing game three to Milwaukee, that was a game where they were pretty much a Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart three. Those those two guys had threes rim out late in the game. They hit those threes. They go up four in the last minute. They probably win that game. So I think Boston, really, you can give them a fair shot with with one exception to win every one of these games. It could easily be up 3-1 right now. I just think they're the better team because they're deeper, and that's what wins in, in the playoffs. And I know that if you have the best player on the floor, you know, maybe in college basketball, you might, you know, win four or five games in a row. It's hard in the NBA, and, you know, we're seeing it. You know, you got you to gotta have depth. You got to have shooting. And I think Boston has all of that. And I'm just glad that they ended up going down in this series because I regretted – I wanted to take them plus 700 before the playoffs to win the finals. I was really, I was really feeling it. They, they swept the Nets, and obviously the price became, what was like, what, plus 200 or something. So I managed to get them at like plus 600. So I didn't lose too much value there after they went down. But uh, that was probably my favorite angle on how to bet them. Because we look at this Western Conference, I mean, this is this is looking pretty bad for the Western Conference right now. There's a lot of parity out there. And I think that the, the Celtics or the Bucks, whoever it is that comes through this series, could definitely uh, win the finals over one of these Western teams. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What about tonight? Sixers at Heat. Uh, Sixers, three and a half point underdogs. We're talking about we might not see another Al Horford game. Different situation, but I'm wondering, will we see James Harden repeat his performance that we saw in game four? Yeah, 2018 Harden, he's back, man. You know, he's just hitting threes. It really is funny. All he needed to do is just make a few threes. And everyone's like, oh, look, it's James Harden again because he had the worst <laughs> shooting season of his career. And that's what the Sixers traded for. They traded for a guy who was shooting like mid-30s 
from three, it, it was a disaster for him all season long. It was nice to see, in all honesty. And I do think that the Sixers are, are probably going to win this game. I know that the Lions kind of drifted away from him. You can get four points. I'm going to be taking the four with Philly. But when you look at the way that Joel Embiid has impacted this series, not only has uh, you know he helped the offense, right? He's he's the best scorer in the NBA. But on defense, their their defense has improved more than 11 points per 100 possessions. They're outscoring um, you know their opponents here in this series, the Miami Heat, in the four games by over 10 points per 100 with Joel Embiid. Actually, that math doesn't add up, but it's definitely oh, it's about 10 points per 100 with Joel Embiid on the floor. Uh, the offense maybe hasn't shot up 11 points, but yeah, it, it's it's been you know night and day, right? When Joel Embiid's been on the floor here, and it opens up things for the rest of the offense we've seen. So I, I just think the impact that he brings. I know that the Heat, you know, still out rebounded the Sixers. Uh, they at least in Game Four they did. But Joel Embiid, what he's able to do on defense, getting Bam Adebayo into foul trouble, influencing these shots, you know, frustrating him on the offensive end. Of course, he's there as well when Jimmy Butler is in the paint. That is a big deal, especially for a Miami Heat team that's shot 25% or worse from three in four of the last five games. That is just not a recipe to beat the Philadelphia 76ers, a team with a, a plenty efficient offense. It was nice to see James Harden break out again. I would, I would love to see it. Uh, nothing would, would make me happier than to see James Harden hit another four or five threes tonight. Uh, but no, I'll take I'll I'll take the Sixers with or without James Harden turning it back to 2018. Okay. On the subject of Joel Embiid, uh, your take on the NBA MVP? It's, it's going to go to Jokic. I mean, yesterday Woj basically uh, cut off all this nonsense out there that maybe Embiid was still going to win it. I think we've known for weeks. The odds have told us that Jokic is going to win. Um, if you had a vote, who would you have voted for this year? Jokic, Embiid, or or Giannis? Any of those guys? Obviously, going to finish top three recency bias and and bias in general because I like watching the guy play but I would have voted for Joel Embiid I don't think that that really matters because I think when you look at the importance to the team uh you know they were they were able to win with or without him and you know they, they do have a good supporting cast around him Jokic really was the guy who drove the ship in Denver he was he was ridiculous he's he's very uh, deserving of the award I, I just like to have that conversation with you know with friends all the time if you got to take one guy right now that you want, you know, on your team. Not not this whole build around conversation, right? Just for right now, I think it's got to be for me Joel Embiid. He's he's the most gifted offensive player in the league in my opinion. He does things that no one else can do and and again, I just it, it it's always a, a factor for me when you look at even Jokic is not the best three-point shooter. Uh he 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 obviously can shoot from there. Giannis doesn't really shoot from deep. I just think Joel Embiid can score at every level for you. He can protect the rim. He, he's 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 unbelievable. So uh, for me, he's the best, uh, maybe not the best player in the league, but my favorite player in the league, the player that I'd want to take on offense anyway over anyone else. Um, but uh, yeah, Jokic, I think great season for him. We sort of saw the writing on the wall with the straw polls and, and you know, the narrative over the last two months. It's always funny, too. It's it's, it's a voter. Uh, it, it's all voters, right? It's, a, it's all a human element to this. So you always have to remember that, right? Like it's, you know, we kind of get hive minded. Everyone, the deleting narratives, Jokic, and then everyone's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be the one guy I voted for Embiid. Yeah, I, I like Jokic as well. So uh, it, it is funny how you got to remember when you're betting on MVP. You know, if you've got a guy that maybe comes on late in the, late in the season, last couple of months, he turns it on. That's the guy you want to bet, uh, bet on because, you know, these writers are going to there's going to be recency bias coming into play. I think that's a that's a good point for people to remember going into next year. Now, I've been frustrated with a number of these awards. They're kind of changing how they vote as we move on, whether you talk about most improved player, defensive player of the year, coach of the year in recent seasons with Tibbs getting it last year, and what looks to be Monty. I believe that one has not been officially announced yet, but we all know it's going to be Monty. Um, yeah. But you don't want the guy that is going to win it in November and December. You don't want Steph. 
And then you, you don't want the guy that's going to win it in January, February. You want the guy that is going to be there in the end. So that's something uh, to keep in mind that there's always value on the board and it goes through a, a few different players. Uh, as far as tonight's specific games, whether we're talking side total player props, what are you really honing in on? Where do you think there's some sort of an edge in these two matchups? Yeah, I mean, I, I told you I really like the Sixers, but I'm still willing to take the Suns and lay the points. Uh, this has been my fatal flaw over the last two games. I mean, I've I've looked like a fool uh, taking Phoenix on the road. But, you know, I, I just think when you look at the playoffs as a whole and the NBA as a whole playoffs for, for many years now, like when teams are shooting better at home, that's just a fact. And, you know, especially when you look at the home road splits for both of these teams, they get a boost from, from going home. And the Dallas Mavericks, I've said it for – uh, for two years now in the playoffs, the, the way that they win games is just by hitting a bunch of threes. And that is, you know, it comes and goes, right? There's variance associated with that. And at the end of the day, if you put the Dallas Mavericks up against the Phoenix Suns for 20 games at a neutral location, I think the Phoenix Suns would probably win 15 times, right? But the fact is you get that you get that lift playing home. The Phoenix Suns also not shooting the same when they were in Dallas. I think that'll all change here. You know, the first couple of games of this series, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, they, they were not this lethal from three. And when you when you take that away from them, what you end up having is a Phoenix Suns team that, like the Sixers, right, they can score at every level. Uh, they have a huge rebounding edge in this series because, you know, the Dallas Mavericks have been playing small with Maxi Kleba. They are getting killed on the glass. Obviously, it doesn't matter when you hit 23s, right? But, I, again, as long as that doesn't happen here and things come back to normal, the Phoenix Suns, they'll win the rebounding battle. They have the length on defense. They're the most efficient offense in basketball. And Chris Paul, you know, Two two games in a row now going to Dallas. He had the five fouls, you know, the last game, the game before that, you know, what was it? Seven turnovers. It was a terrible game from him. Both times he stepped on the floor in Dallas. So I'm expecting a better Chris Paul here, you know, just kind of yeah. mentally reset. And, uh, you know, was, again, I just think there's too much that can go right for Phoenix and too much that can go wrong for Dallas. I think this will be a pretty – I think the line is pretty telling here, especially because the public – you know, they love they love the Dallas Mavericks and this line has is really not budged five and a half to six points now. I'm laying the six here. I think that's that's what I'm that's where I'm going. Love it, Kenny. Let's switch gears to MLB. On a daily basis, betting baseball, what types of things do you look at from a handicapping perspective? Well, it's really important in baseball to kind of target. It's sort of like tennis in, in this way, and I, I'm a big tennis better as well, but you have to more so than find people and teams that you like betting on, you have to find the people that you like fading, the pitchers that you like fading, the lineups <laughs> that you like fading, and then you kind of correlate and, and figure out, you know, with the prices, do they match up in your head? And so, uh, you know, today, for example, the Yankees earlier today, minus 160 against Yusei Kikuchi. This is a slam dunk spot for me. They're now up to minus 170. A little bit uh, less excited about playing them at that number, but this is a left-handed pitcher in a fly ball park. Uh, you know, he should have been rocked by the Yankees when he faced him in Toronto. A little bit different setting here in New York, which is going to, you know, really exacerbate your problems. If as a fly ball pitcher, he gives up a lot of hard hit contact. That's somewhere where I would look, you know, and, and sort of matchups, right? Like, you know, I love to, to face, uh, go up with the contact heavy lineups, you know, teams like the Guardians and the Mets against guys that give up a lot of hard hit balls and rely on strikeouts because if you can take the strikeouts away, you know, these contact oriented teams might have a better chance. They might be undervalued. So th those are some of the things you have to look at on a daily basis. You have to target your guys that you really like fading. You get excited for you, say Kikuchi Day, Zach Plesak Day. We saw yesterday, my goodness. And also, you know, lineups that are on the rise. So teams like the, the White Sox uh, and the Braves right now, you look at the expected WOBA and the WOBA difference, top five in the league. 
in terms of the the gap there. They've been getting incredibly unlucky. So, so teams like that, the Astros as well, you look at those numbers, you say, oh, these guys are ready to break out, and then you you know you bet accordingly. Kenny, very quickly, about thirty seconds. You're in New York. Both these teams sit at eight to one to win the World Series right now. If you had a bet, Yankees or Mets, eight to one to win the World Series, who would you rather bet on? I'm not betting on the Yankees. I hate this team. It's a terrible <laughs> team. We saw yesterday, terrible lineup. They do they do have this amazing pitching factory, but the Mets, they're bringing contact back. I love to see it. I, I think that they're probably the better position team. All right, Kenny Ducey, NBC Sports Edge. Uh, you can find him there with all his work. Kenny, we appreciate you hopping on, and uh, we'll do it soon. Kenny, on the Roman guest line, hop on there. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care, ongoing care free deal from the comfort of prize of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We'll dive into today's baseball card, Ryan McDonough at 11. All our NBA plays as well coming up right here on BetQL Daily. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.